What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to The Startup Show. We are back at it. It's been too long. I'm your host, Adam Vasquez, a.k.a. The Puerto Rican Deacon, a.k.a. The Philly Billy. And as always, I've got D, Money Rhymes With Honey, a.k.a. The Dingo, H.O. Baby, Derek Rogers by my side. I hope you guys all had an amazing holiday season. Um, we obviously took some time off here at Stratfire and on the show, uh, but we're back at it, back ready to bring you some exciting episodes we've got in the hopper. Uh, including today's episode, of course, with Mayor, the Mayor of Chattanooga, Andy Burke. <clears throat> so Mayor Burke was um, kind enough to, to come by and record with us uh, right before the end of the year and um, has been mayor for going on five years in, here in Chattanooga. And um, during that time, we've we've seen the rebirth of or the birth, sorry, of Chattanooga's Innovation District, which you guys may have heard about there's been some articles uh about it in fortune and venture beat and the wall street journal i think um but chattanooga is the first mid-sized city to have an innovation district which is pretty cool and we talk about what that means and how that came about during this episode uh so before we dive in let me just real quick i want to let you guys know about the alexa conference which is coming next week um it's also the sponsor of this episode the alexa conference which will be here uh, January 18th through the 20th, is the annual gathering of Amazon Alexa developers and enthusiasts, and it's going to take place right here in Chattanooga. Um, EPB and Squid are major sponsors, and Mayor Burke, friend of the show, obviously, will be giving some remarks as well. Two hundred Over 200 attendees from all over the world will gather to share the best practices on Alexa development and thoughts on where voice-first technology is headed. So... Um, just a little sneak peek. We just had Bradley on the show and an episode coming out on Monday. And um, there is just some incredible things happening in the voice first tech space that I wasn't aware of and um, that are going to be discussed and, and uh, explored next week during the conference. So I'm really excited about it. I hope you guys are um, are checking it out and getting tickets. Um, we're thrilled for Stratfire to be involved in the mix as a, a sponsor this year and uh, can't wait for it. So make sure if you're interested to get your tickets, www.alexaconference.com. All right, without further ado, let's dive into the show with Mayor Andy Burke. Here on the on the show, um, we always ask all of our guests, you know, kind of how they got started. Obviously, you were born in Chattanooga, um, but in terms of your career and, and the, the path that it's taken and the shape that it's taken, um, when did young Andrew Burke first think, Ooh, I'm going to, I want to try to become mayor one day, or, or did that even cross your mind? Yeah. So, so in that specific question, I think the answer is like 90 days before I said that oh, I wanted wow. to become mayor. It, it was quick. So let me back up a minute. And mm -hmm. when I was growing up in Chattanooga, Chattanooga was not a place that you wanted to go. Like mm. downtown was a great place to take a date cause you could be alone. Like okay. <laughs> the idea of staying in Chattanooga and being around here was was not one that I wanted. And I went to college in California. Um, my mom always says because I didn't get into the University of Tokyo. If I could have gotten farther <laughs> away, I would have uh, I would have been there. Okay. Um, but what I, but what I got growing up here was something different, and that is um, like I had this great sense of family, and uh, my dad was somebody, he had not much interest in politics mm -hmm. or government. I mean, he voted and he paid attention, but he wasn't a junkie in any way about mm -hmm. politics. Um, but I remember one of the things that he was passionate about was part of what he did every day was to, to help people, and that was really his job. He was a 
lawyer, but all he did was represent people. Okay. And so uh, people would often come up and just talk to him about their lives and what was going on in their lives mm. and what they w- wanted to happen. And I remember there's just one one moment in particular, like where we were at at the the salad bar, you know, at a restaurant. Mm. And a guy comes up and says, "Hey, I know you don't remember me, but a couple years ago." Um, you really helped me out, and, and I was at a low point, and I just want you to know that was really a big, big moment for mm. me, and now things are, are on the right track. And you know, you're a little kid. You admire your father. Oh, yeah. Th- those things matter a lot. And so when I was growing up, I just had this idea that that was part of what you were supposed to be. You were mm. supposed to, at some point, help people. And, um, and I think that just kind of started my my journey into into public service was when I came back and I started working, um, I just thought to myself, there's there's a lot more that I could be doing, and that, that yeah. got me interested in being in, in elect office. So what brought you back here from California and not Tokyo to— Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it actually, it was to work in the family business. Okay. So it really wasn't—the city had improved, but I didn't—I don't think I really knew that. Mm-hmm. And um, But— I had I was I'd gone to law school, and I had these ideas of, of what a lawyer was. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at the, at some of the big cities that I could locate to, it was felt like I was going to be a cog in the machine. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be someplace where I could make a difference, make a difference as a lawyer, maybe make a difference in the community. And e- even then, I just didn't want to be just another person walking around the halls. Yeah, sure. And so that's why I came back here. So that little bit of entrepreneurial ethos was in there you know even at the at the beginning there yeah i, yeah. I, I think i think that to me again i just like to make an impact mm-hmm. and sure. and at that time it really wasn't always about the community it was also just like at work i wanted to be the a person who was who was uh, making a difference and i felt like in some of the places i could go to in the big city if it was me or if it was somebody else they it 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 was just going to be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I gotcha. And, and I didn't want to do you can, that. You can make change here and, yeah. and things like that. So what would you say to someone who is younger, who's either considering a, a career in politics or, um, or maybe in, in law, um, what kinds of things should they be thinking about as they're considering that journey? Obviously some of the things you've already mentioned, but specifically in a mid-sized city like ours. Well, I think one of the biggest things that I believe in is strengths. Mm -hmm. We don't get anywhere because of our weaknesses. Right. So what is it that you really do well Mm -hmm. and work on growing your strengths instead of growing your weaknesses? Mm -hmm. If I make my weaknesses, I I mean, I don't have any weaknesses, of course, course. but but I'm in. Let's assume for a minute that I did. (laughs) Um, If I try to make those weaknesses a little better, I might make this much progress, whereas on the strength side, if I try to make it better, I can make huge gains. Sure. And I tell the same thing to my kids. And so, you know, when it, when it comes to, to whatever profession it is, to me it's about, okay, find those things that you do really well, mm. concentrate on them, actually focus on making them better, figure out how you can do that, and, and go and learn. I think the, the one other thing I'll just tell you, and, and I know you've probably had some mentors working with Gary and others, sure. but – uh, I love to talk to people about this, hmm. right? I love to try to help people figure out how they can move along a career path. And so don't be afraid to c- try to find some people who can help you figure out what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm always shocked that, that people want to run for office and they don't come to see me. I'm like, hey, 
just call up, yeah. shoot me an email, let me know, and I'll be happy to sit down with you, talk through it. Yeah, well, I mean, I got to say, I was shocked. I sort of, when I sent the email to your office, um, you know, you don't know who you're going to hear back yeah. from on these types of things. So you guys got back that day, like, hey, we, let's figure out a time, which was, was, was helpful. But I think that's that goes right to the heart of probably the biggest lesson Derek and I have talked a lot about is the power of just asking yeah. and just, you know, what's the worst they can say? Well, first of all, I was here under misleading circumstances because <laughs> I did not know that there was going to be an Eagles helmet oh, and, yeah. uh, in the room. What's your, what's uh, your take uh, there? I mean, Falcons and Titans. Okay. Uh, close. Right. But, but yeah. I mean, you got Cubs here. I'm a White Sox fan. Oh, and man. You got Cubby. We're all and, over and, here. So I, I, I would not have come if I'd known all that. But I respect given that. that I'm already here, yeah, I guess I'll do the show. I think, you know, one of the things is that uh, that you're identifying is the most powerful, one of the most powerful words in the English language is help. Mm-hmm. So will you help me? Mm-hmm. Most people will say yes. So use those moments if there are things that you, that you need or want to learn to say, hey, I really want to do this. Will you help me? 99 out of 100 times a person's going to say yes. Yeah, yeah. And and so and I'm I think I'm no different but um but you you probably are the same way if you need somebody needs help with oh, something sure. on a website you because hey uh, what what do you need how yeah, can I help? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's just something that takes I mean it's fear, it's a there's a fear that you have to overcome in doing so, but yeah, I I agree with you completely. Cool. The one if somebody was like overtly a Dallas Cowboys fan, it would be very difficult for me to help in good yeah. conscience, just as well, you know, the type of person that I am. But so, so um, my wife is a Dallas Cowboys <sighs> fan, and um, yeah, just somehow our kids have made it yeah, in this world. I don't, them. I don't know, that, but but that's th- that's character building. Yeah, for them. <laughs> I would imagine. So, okay, so you were talking about going all in on your strengths. And as a city, um, you know, you've you've been a little bit at the forefront of us developing the strength of the Innovation District, and we've gotten a lot of attention around it from VentureBeat and Wall Street Journal, et cetera. Um, and I, I saw your interview in the Wall Street Journal, and you were talking about continuing to progress it and continue to make sure it doesn't, you know, stop here. So how do we do so when we don't necessarily have the obvious advantage of like a huge research university or some, some of the things that bigger cities might have. How do you see us going in on that strength? Yeah. So I, I, that's a great question. And what we have is the power of collaboration. Mm-hmm. So we have um, this amazing tradition in Chattanooga of public and private and, and everybody coming together to figure out how we get something done. And the innovation district is this great example because so many different organizations and so many different types of people mm-hmm. are participating, and that's what you want. You want entrepreneurs talking to existing businesses, talking to researchers, to students, to artists, to creatives. You want all those people bumping into each other, having a conversation at a coffee shop, at a at a um, happy hour, or whatever it is, so that sure. they're they're getting those new ideas. And I think for us, uh, we have to be more purposeful. Mm-hmm. about that than maybe a place where it happens organically. Although I would argue even in even in Palo Alto, they need to be purposeful sure. about making that happen. But for us, I think it's about, okay, how do we do those programming, that get that programming where we're getting people together as often as possible. I also would just say that there are great opportunities 
um, for us to partner with UTC and others in the future. But mm -hmm. right now there's this woman named Mina Sartipi, and Mina is a professor at UTC. She's doing research about sensors and smart cities. Okay. And so, um, you know, we know that autonomous vehicles are, are uh, in the future, um, and they're, everybody's talking about how do, they, how do they learn to get in the lanes. Well, what Mina is talking about is how do we – how does one vehicle talk to another vehicle hmm. so that it learns what the other vehicle sees and therefore makes better decisions? So if I'm the fourth in line and a vehicle three ahead of me sees a person walk in front, how does the vehicle four back get that information hmm. at the same time so that it, it stops as well as the cars in front of it? And that involves getting sensors up, having communication, Chattanooga has the fastest, cheapest, most pervasive internet in sure, the world. Sure. That gives us the background to in the in the um, foundation to to have those connections, and so the city uh, through Metro Lab we have a new partnership that says, okay, how can we partner with the innovation district, the enterprise center, UTC mm -hmm. city to put up those sensors, EPB to to have the fiber network that mm. does that, because we want that company that commercializes that that idea and mm -hmm. says we can we can do this for google apple volkswagen whoever wins these competitions we want that company to be, to be birthed here hmm. so you're, you're you're helping foster that growth in the private sector even in your role as a yes a, a, yeah a big part of what i do is not it's i mean of course we want to make government services better but right. it's also about pulling those connections together mm -hmm. so that the university and the private sector are communicating so that EPB and the university are, are communicating and all of us are sitting at the same table saying, how can we ratchet this up to right. get the most activity? Right. Because in the long run, as you know, in the entrepreneurial world, uh, most ideas aren't going to go anywhere. Oh, sure. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not going to. So you need to have as much activity as possible to, to up your own. One thing I really appreciate, uh, I hope it came out during our conversation with Mayor Burke, was um, although he's very, he takes a lot of pride in the work that he's been able to do and that his team has been able to do so far um, as he's been mayor, he acknowledges and is um, very open about some of the areas that we can continue to improve on. I think um, that open honesty and transparency allows for people across any sector, public, private, whatever, education, to, to jump in and get their hands dirty, which is something that uh, I just appreciate about Chattanooga on the whole. So um, I think that's coming out a little bit, and I, th I think it will come out even more here as we dive into a few more uh, thoughts specifically around recruiting, second, second offices, and, um, and growing talent locally. So I hope you guys are enjoying this episode. If you are, I would love it if you gave us a five-star review. Um, we've got a lot more coming down the pipe, and I uh, want to get the word out as much as possible. And also, if you want to check out uh, our sponsor, Ugmunk.com. Ugmunk helped us out at the end of last year and uh, donated a, a bunch of uh, food to some orphanages that they're related to and that I think I mentioned my brother is working at one currently in Honduras. And so we love those guys and want to continue to support them. So if you guys are interested in any of that kind of fashion apparel or, or um uh, design aesthetic that Jeff Sheldon and the, the team over there put together. 
be sure you check out agamonk.com. Use the offer code STARTUP to get a, uh, a 10% discount off your order. All right, let's get back to the show with Mayor Andy Burke. So that's a lot of a lot of the things you're talking about. There are kind of um, uh, internal, right, to our city. We're, we're fostering it here. We're growing it here. What about in terms of external, whether it be like recruiting second offices or um, I guess recruiting second offices and, and maybe also just accessibility to Chattanooga. What are some of the things we can continue to do yeah. uh, in both those areas? So, uh, and I'll add one more, and that is, and you're, you're the example of it, and that is talent recruitment. Okay. So, um, so, so let's start with, you know, w- we want to have these second offices. I speak, try to speak and, and promote us around mm-hmm. the country so mm-hmm. that we do mm-hmm. that. And, and, a few months ago, I um, did a little tour through Silicon Valley um, talking to venture capitalists and others about the advantages of coming here. We have a new innovation district plan that is all, it's about you know, taking advantage of the real estate that's around us to get more activity. Mm-hmm. And then so you know, I was actually thinking about this last night. It's just, okay, so in the next stage of these conversations with the venture capitalists and others is – Okay, how do we take this back to them and say, Hmm. here are the opportunities and prevent that to them? So we have to be smart about our opportunities and make sure people don't know it. In terms of physical space? In terms of physical space. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that people know what's going on. I mean, I promote as much as I can, Mm -hmm. and then you have to add on, now here are the specific opportunities that you could take advantage of. Gotcha, gotcha. The the second piece of this, I think, is accessibility. uh, And one of the things that we've worked hard on, for example, is um, air service. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I became mayor, there wasn't um, air service to, to New York. Mm-hmm. Now we have a couple of New York flights. Uh, we've added flights to Chicago. The, the, the crazy thing, just to, to show you how much uh, our city is, has grown, 2013, when I became mayor, I think the number of employments, those are people getting on the plane in Chattanooga to go someplace, was about 310000 a year. And I think this year will be above 470000 Wow. So, so, I mean, almost basically like doubling or, or getting 50% more mm-hmm. um, in, the, in the course of four years. That's driving a lot of traffic, including those Chicago flights help us get out west. Mm-hmm. Dallas flights help us get out west. We need to expand our, our west access because when you're on the west coast, people want to know, how do I get there? Sure, yeah. Right. And then the, the, the final piece I'll just say is this talent side. Mm-hmm. We want to be a place that, that creatives want to live because innovation runs on talent. Mm-hmm. Um, so ramping up our outdoor scene, making sure that we have bars and food, that we have music. You can see we've worked hard on our music scene over the last few years. Right. Trying to, um, to be a place that's walkable, bikeable, um, and dense. So uh, when I became mayor four years ago, you know, we didn't have a lot of people living downtown. We're going to double the number of people who live in our downtown by the end of this year. That means... In what time frame was that? Four years. Okay, because when I moved here, uh, there was maybe one apartment, you know, establishment downtown, but that's yeah. definitely, I mean, right next door and all over the place now. Yeah, so we, we've spent a lot of time. How do we get the policies right? How do mm-hmm. we encourage? I, I talked to developers. And people think that this is all about, you know, we don't want development for development's sake. Sure. And apartments, affordable quality housing in our downtown helps people who want to work 
in innovation businesses mm-hmm. and be um, be entrepreneurs. Um, when I talk to groups, uh, it's one of the things I often tell them, like when you say entrepreneur, a lot of times people think of Larry Page, mm, right. right? You know, some rich Google g- person. Hey, most entrepreneurs are struggling to make a paycheck and yep. and to earn, and so we need affordable housing in our downtown so that the entrepreneurs who want to start a business here can afford to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I love that, and that goes right to the ethos of what we talk about on the show here, which is that you know only one of us is Larry Page, right? Larry Page. So um, the rest of us are probably starting with a much smaller idea and and much limited tool set. So that's that's helping. Folks yeah. like us. No, in, in I mean that. it's and 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 by the way, you know, like on the city side, we don't need to have Google here to succeed. Mm-hmm. We just don't. Like we're we're a city of one hundred seventy seven thousand and a metro of five hundred seventy five thousand. Like we don't need to have a seventeen thousand person Facebook company yeah. here yeah. to succeed. What we need is, you know, that diversity of businesses and. One business here that grows to to three hundred creates a lot in Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. I want to go back to a second f- to the second office conversation. I, I I think you or somebody on your on your staff retweeted when I said I'm having Mayor Burke on the show. What what do you guys want to ask? Three different people asked about the second office recruitment, um, and I know we've done some of it, right? Like I mean, VaynerMedia has an office here, and uh, Open Table had one for a little bit. But what what is there anything that, uh, first of all, as entrepreneurs, we can be doing to help that, uh, you know, that recruitment? And secondly, what are some of the, aside from going out and speaking, you know, what are some of the other just tactics that you can do yeah. to, to bring people here? So it's the same thing as in business. Like when I was in business, they said that you grow your client base from your client base. Mm-hmm. And so the, the you want to know what people can do as entrepreneurs is if you're working with people at some place, and you're they're doing it that they're they're a bigger company you say hey listen um chattanooga is a great place to do business and i know y'all are expanding you should really look at at just recruiting an office yeah yeah okay. i mean the, the your entrepreneurs and businesses are our best recruiters because um vayner is here at least i mean they're here because they like chattanooga mm-hmm. but also because gary was looking for a place to serve people in this region right and so he needed something i mean they're not going to open up an office here just to serve it they want to know that they have that there's clientele here so when you're doing business with somebody mm-hmm. they they're more likely to know hey this is a place where we can get more customers more business or whatever it is sure and 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 that gives them a better reason to open a second office here. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And then, by the way, one one other thing. Yeah. Tell us if you. It's one of those things where if you get a bite, mm-hmm. l- let us know so that we can reel it in. Flag it in. What like specifically in case somebody's listening? What just reach out to your office? Reach or? out to my office. There's a. Um, we have two people who in our office who do economic development. One is Sharita Allen, and the other is Jermaine Freeman. Both of them. Um, are doing great jobs mm-hmm. and can help but even if you don't remember their names shoot me an email send me something on twitter face i mean Just I'm, I'm ex- call yeah, yeah. me there there are these things called phones probably nobody's heard of yeah them. i don't uh, you we can, don't you can use reach those. people that way <laughs> so uh so Sounds just good. let us know um and the other big question that i received on on twitter was around continuing to cultivate by the way, I think I t- retweeted you. It wasn't. You retweeted it. Wasn't, it, it, was it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't anybody okay. else. It was right. me. I like that. Good. Yeah. Um, 
the the other the other big question I received was around cultivating talent locally in the sense of not just recruiting outside talent, but continuing to to grow our own talent here. Um, and I know you know you're doing some things with that and and some private individuals. Ted Allings come on the show. He's talked about his school and things like that. Um, what do you see as some of our you know uh, executed executions in the future to growing some of that talent from youth to you know, startups like us being able to take advantage of that network here instead of recruiting from South Carolina or yeah. wherever? Well, I think the cities that do this the best are the ones that are going to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's hard for us to recruit enough talent to service what we need. I I can sometimes get a little bit of a of a lashing from a company that says, hey, we need, I need, um, I need 45 people who are good in data analytics and we don't have them. Mm-hmm. So, that that's a lot of people, forty five. Yeah, recruit. sure. And so we we need to grow our own. Um, so I'd say like we got to help UTC. That's probably the the For short term short short term. That's a place. Um, we started um, a, essentially a boot camp right with Covalence where they're doing coding work. Okay. And and they're ten weeks. Um, the city is offering scholarships to people of color and women who've traditionally been left out of IT jobs so that they can do that. Hmm. We, we need more people to take advantage of, of our boot camp. Um, but also the innovation district is looking to partner with, with um, schools down the line so that, that we get more people. We gotta educate people better. I mean, it's just not, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not a big mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the issue is how do you execute on that? Uh, but in the short term, like how I'm mayor, it's wh- while I'm mayor, it's helping ensure that UTC and, by the way, Covenant and the other colleges sure, sure. around here, that they know what, what people need, that they're getting that talent in the pipeline and getting them to, to businesses. Okay, helpful. Um, and then I guess my our, our this one's a little bit more just... I don't know, fun, I guess, or brainstorming. But if you were if you were switching to the private sector tomorrow and starting a uh, a company in the technology, let's say not law, let's just take that out of it, okay? Yeah, I think that's okay. Okay, yeah, I think that's okay. <laughs> Wait, hold on. All right, all right, okay. we're good now. Okay, um, yeah, where would you, where do you see your, you know, your skill set, or what's interesting to you that you'd be uh, interested in looking at? Uh. As I go out and talk about this stuff, I think about that all the time yeah, because I'm, sure. um, I'm talking to people. That, you know, I think um, I spend a lot of time on the development side with developers. So, and you know, the the innovation district, we we act a lot as on the development side. Mm-hmm. So that that's an obvious place that I think that um, I've learned a lot over the last few years and feel feel good about but i also think that um i'm excited about some of the things that are happening in the technology world um the smart city Mm -hmm. piece is important that's only going to grow this is a huge sector so um in the future um you know the city is going to be a place that's collecting all this data and Mm -hmm. then it's going to get commercialized somewhere whether it's autonomous vehicles or health or other places and so if we if we're if the city is accumulating all this data mm-hmm. and then entrepreneurs and others need that to provide the services that they want or, or, or establish businesses. Um, I think I, un, I'm, I understand how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, am excited about it, particularly on the vehicle side. I, I love, um, 
talking and thinking about autonomous vehicles and yeah. how they how they will change society in the future. Um, I'm a little less um, knowledgeable about um, about AI and things like that, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but I'm excited for the possibility. So I I love the technology world. I love thinking about it, talking about it, and I think this idea of 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 innovation and how you continuously think about your consumer and and your your end user and making that user experience as as wonderfully as Mm. possible while anticipating those next steps that's exciting to me yeah yeah i think there's some cool things happening here right now about applying design thinking to really everything but especially to cities and i think that's uh hopefully that'll continue to grow so we went to a uh, thing the other night, uh, event the other night, and um, I did a little design thinking exercise about Miller Park, which is oh, cool. going to get completed here in about six or seven months, and and thinking about the programming side of it. So design thinking about what do we want to see, and took three three real life people: one who lives at the Loveman's Building, one who works at VaynerMedia, and one who lives at Patton Towers. We watched a little video and then said, how do we use some design thinking to say, how do we program the park and have things that happen there that draw all three of them to mm, it? Interesting. The, these are, these, that's where, you know, y- you can have a lot of fun. So how do, you, how do you do that? Well, so our little group, you want to know what our, our group came up with. Um, I'm going to think of uh, exactly what it's called, but I think it was called Cooks and Books okay. in Miller Park. And what we did was um, we said, uh, we asked people to, including you could get it from the library, but everybody bring one of their favorite books mm-hmm. to a potluck. Cook, a, cook something that you want. Everybody bring that along with your favorite book. And then to introduce yourself, everybody gets assigned a table where you don't know anybody. Um, you put your book, you talk about your book, and then put it in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, everybody grabs a different book than oh, they cool. started with mm-hmm. so you describe your book as a way to get to know people and and hear about them and also end up with a neat book some different foods and yeah. bring people to the park i like that one cooks and, cooks and books up. yeah yeah we'll, we'll be there for that one I, hold on trademarked Tra- you okay, can, can, right. can't use it or, or i'll see you. write that down we might <laughs> we'll be after it soon cool well yeah we've we've um both derek and i have chosen to to live here and to you know try to grow our business here and we um uh, which you know we were talking beforehand but i'm not i'm not from here and, and we just love the city and love being in the region so thanks for your service and, and helping to build it and um hopefully we'll keep watching you uh what you're doing next well we appreciate that we're glad that we're glad that you're here and people like you you know the city the city is not that place i grew up in yeah. And in fact, I I'm really proud of where we live and what what we do here. And um, do you I'm miss t- Tokyo at all, or <laughs> you're good now? I, I think I'm okay. Okay, now. all right. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for coming. Thank on. you. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode with Mayor Burke. I know I uh, really enjoyed getting to sit down with him. He's very gracious and kind, and his team was super helpful in um, in putting this together. So. Uh, big shouts out to all of them. Make sure, guys, if you're interested in the Alexa Conference, you're checking it out, www.thealexaconference.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, especially if you're from Chattanooga, you have no excuse. You need to. Go to iTunes. I'm going to be personally offended if you do not. And 
give your boy a five-star rating. We work hard at these. We love these. It helps spread the word out and uh, continue to, to drive awareness. So hope you guys have a great rest of the week. We've got a new episode coming on Monday with Bradley Metrock of the Alexa Conference. Look forward to that. We'll see you guys soon.